The magic number is one for the Philadelphia Eagles to clinch home field advantage in the NFC playoffs. And so here are the two scenarios you need to know this week. One, if the Green Bay Packers on Saturday defeat Minnesota, then the Eagles clinch the number one seed. If, as expected, the Vikings win against the Aaron Rodgers-less Packers, then it all comes down to Monday Night Football with the Eagles hosting the Oakland Raiders at Lincoln Financial Field. It's an exciting time for the Eagles, so thanks for joining in to our Eagles Live podcast. I'm insider Dave Spadaro, wishing you all a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season. Speaking of seasons, what a year it's been for the Eagles. All of the ups and those injury downs of this 2017 campaign, and here the Eagles stand, just one win away from having reached all of their goals to date. We'll go with the idea that Minnesota is going to win in Green Bay and that Monday night will be all on the Eagles to win at home where they're 6-0 and with five wins in double digits. What a fantastic season it's been at Lincoln Financial Field for the Eagles. Now on Monday night, the Eagles in front of a national television audience take on an Oakland team that has been vastly disappointing after a 12-4 2016. Many thought Oakland was a Super Bowl contender this year. That has not been the case. Instead, the Raiders limp into this game at 6-8 and eight and are one of the most underperforming teams in the NFL this season. But it's still a dangerous team the Eagles are playing, so let's see how the Eagles are preparing. We'll begin this Eagles Live podcast with our weekly one-on-one interview with head coach Doug Peterson. Doug, as you watched the film of Nick from Sunday, what did you see? I saw execution of the offense. I saw him really settle in and run the offense the way Nick knows how to run it. He put the ball into the playmaker's hands. He allowed things to work for him and basically did what he was coached to do. He would probably tell you there was probably a little bit of rust and you're just kind of shaking some things off, but he really settled into the game. He led the football team. You know, we got behind early, no panic, even on the sideline offensively, and clawed our way back into this win. You're all the way through 14 games here. You're at a point now where you're just one win away from accomplishing what you wanted to accomplish in the regular season. So how have the players responded this week? They've responded extremely well. They know what's at stake, just like it was uh, last week going into the Giants week. I mean, they knew what was at stake there with the first round bye and a home playoff game. And now they really know. They really can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. And this game Monday night means a lot to this organization, means a lot to these players and coaches. And, uh, you know, we're going to put in a good week of preparation and try to get this win. Doug, how have you appreciated the fans this year on the road, 6-2, six 6-0 and two, six and oh at home? What a great love affair. It's been awesome. Go back a couple weeks ago to LA. You know, we had a lot of fans at the LA game, the Rams game, and then of course up in New York this past week. Our fans traveled extremely well. They were down in Dallas. They took over that stadium in Dallas uh, when we were down there a few weeks back. And it's exciting to see our fans show up, you know, and to cheer the guys on. I do believe it made an impact in that game, you know, Sunday against the Giants with the false start late in the game. It definitely affected them offensively. And going forward, I know we got these last two home games in front of our crowd, so we're excited to be playing at home. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. The defense has been under some scrutiny after a few weeks of struggles, especially after the Giants scored touchdowns on their opening three drives and rang up more than 500 total net yards last Sunday. Pro Bowl safety Malcolm Jenkins talks about making the Pro Bowl, and he also addresses the defensive concerns. Malcolm, what does the Pro Bowl honor mean to you? My second one, uh, first time making first team. So it's a, it's a huge honor. I mean, it's one of the things that coaches around the league, your peers, fans vote on. So I think, you know, a lot of guys play this game for respect, and that's kind of one of the highest uh, nods of respect. So it's uh, definitely an honor for me. 
But obviously you'd hope that you are not playing in that game. I don't plan to play in it. Uh, we're looking for a bigger game to get to, but, um, you know, it still counts. And it's like I said, it's something from a personal goal standpoint that uh, I think, you know, every player sets out to get that recognition. I definitely think we need to start faster than we have in the last couple games. Just get back to playing our type of football. We've done some uncharacteristic type of things. You know, the Rams do a really good job running the ball. We've been good at stopping the run, but we shot ourselves in the foot that game. And then last week, you know, starting with three straight drives of scores, it's just not how we operate. So, and a lot of the things we feel like we can fix. So that's been the big emphasis this week is doing um, everything we can to make sure that we're prepared for the Raiders and what they present because they got a lot of playmakers on that offense as well. But there is no panic for the defense, as coordinator Jim Schwartz talks about here. I think every one of those games sort of stands on its own, and I'll go back to what I've said before. Our goal is to win the game. It's not to hold them to a certain amount of yards rushing or a certain percentage on third down or a certain thing on red zone, and we're 2-1 and one in the last three games. I think that's the bottom line. That being said, there's certain things that help you win a game. Red zone percentage is one of them, you know, so we need to play better there. This week, the Eagles play an Oakland offense that, frankly, is hard to categorize. The Raiders began the season with big wins over Tennessee and the New York Jets and scored 26 and 40 points, respectively, in those victories. Then the Raiders suffered four straight losses, and the season went splat. Oakland enters Monday night on a two-game losing streak. A challenge for the defense is running back Marshawn Lynch, who has seven rushing touchdowns and 695 yards on the ground this year. He's a bruising back who will make this defense work. I chatted with defensive tackle Tim Jernigan about the challenge of beast mode. Tim, Marshawn Lynch, when you look at him, what do you see? And how difficult is he to play against? I ain't never played against him, so I can't really tell you how hard it is, but he's a great player. Plays the game the way it's supposed to be played. You know, you almost take a defensive mindset, you know, to offense. Can't take nothing from him. And he had that layoff, too, so to come back with that kind of energy, and that, yeah. I mean, it's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, man, especially at that age, just to kind of have that type of enthusiasm about the game still. You know, um, he definitely plays the game with a purpose. What's the mentality of the defense this week? I mean, win the game. That's number one. You know, um, at the end of the day, and, and we've been doing that. We've been winning football games, so, you know, I feel good about where we're at. You know, we just got to go in there and clean up the little mistakes. As far as, like, from last game, just the pre snap penalties, make the simple plays that we post to make, and we'll be fine. Doug cut back some of the practice time this week. Does, do you feel more energy, or do you feel that, that will benefit the team on Monday? Uh, I definitely think it will. You know what I mean? At this time of the year, I think that that's a very smart move. You know what I mean? With it being week 15 or, you know, whatever it is, um, I think it was the right move, and I think it's going to help us out a lot in the long run. Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team. Have fun and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. Otherwise, the formula to beat Oakland is to win up front against a Raiders offensive line minus left tackle Donald Penn and also harass quarterback Derek Carr, who struggled this year. 20 touchdown passes and 10 interceptions, not the season the Raiders wanted from their franchise quarterback. On the other side of the ball, the beat goes on for the Eagles. Nick Foles starts for a second consecutive week after throwing four touchdown passes last Sunday. He has a history with Oakland, of course. We all remember that seven-touchdown game against the Raiders in 2013. What does Foles remember about that game? I remember that year as our team was really just trying to figure out our identity at that point. Ups and downs, and we were just trying to put it all together. And I look back that day as that was a day we put everything together. And sort of that aha moment, like, we can do this. Like, we know who we are. We know we can be explosive. And we just sort of took off at that point. 
Well, there are no such concerns about this offense. Explosiveness has not been a problem. Points have not been a problem. In fact, the Eagles are tied with the Rams for the most points scored in the NFL this season, and they play on Monday night against a Raiders defense that has struggled all year long. The big concern for the Eagles in their preparation is a very good open front. Led by Pro Bowler Khalil Mack again in double digits and sacks, Pro Bowl right tackle Lane Johnson will see a lot of Mack, but Mack will also move to the other side and challenge Halapulavati Vitae. Here is Johnson's scouting report on Khalil Mack. He's so you know, quick twitch and explosive, kind of like Von Miller. May not be quite as fast, almost fast, but I think he may be a little bit stronger. It's really about getting off the ball. I think a lot of times uh, he beats guys off the snap. He's so explosive, gets guys turned, and whenever he gets tackles, hips turned, and, and he does whatever he wants with them. He's mostly over the right, very seldom as he go over to the left tackle. I think he's more comfortable on my side. And you knew going into the season, this lineup of all these great edge rushers you were going to face, has that made you a better football player? Yeah, I think when you have to go against good competition, it elevates your game. So I knew coming in that my work was going to be cut out for me. So, you know, I just had my sights set on that in the offseason and try to take it one game time during the season. Center Jason Kelsey, snubbed for the Pro Bowl, is focused on Oakland and reaching the third and final goal of this regular season. I wondered if Kelsey had thought about the big picture in this regular season. He said that he has, kind of. Here is Jason Kelsey. Do you feel a sense of, hey, we're one moment away, one win away from accomplishing all of our regular season goals? Do you think about it that way? I don't really think about the, I guess, I don't know. I think we're one win away from, yeah, accomplishing everything that you could ask for out of a regular season. Yeah, I guess, I mean, it's hard to really, you know, fathom, I guess, but the fact is we're one win away from, you know, clinching first round in the NFC, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. You know, it's, it's a huge game for us. Pretty amazing accomplishment. I mean, I'm sure you don't think of it in the big picture. You're just very much week to week. Oh yeah, I mean, going into the season, you fully anticipate to win and you fully anticipate to do well in the season. And every single week you anticipate to win the game. But when you really look back at things, you know, it's been an incredible season for us, especially with, you know, the amount of injuries we've had, the way the seasons could have easily turned, I guess. You know, it seems like we've really been there fighting through it and fighting the entire way. So it's been an awesome year. How do you maintain your energy level throughout the season? What's the key? You know, I don't know. You just try and find little things that motivate you each week. I think that, you know, Stout's great for the offensive line. You know, he's always continually pushing us, motivating us. Each guy, I think it's on you to kind of motivate the other guys. You know, it's easy to get down yourself, but when your peers kind of pushing you along, it kind of helps you get motivated to get ready for work. What is Oakland like up front? Great front, obviously. I mean, Khalil Mack is, you know, if not the best, I'm certainly up there as one of the best edge rushers and guys getting after the quarterback. And then, you know, the other guys along the front, they're all good. You know, Bruce Irving's been a great player in this league for a while. And then, uh, you know, the other guys up front are, you know, big, fast, strong. I mean, they all play well together. Who ever saw this season coming? Not many people, that's for sure. Let's talk about the Eagles as they stand at 12-2, and two, what they've accomplished, and what's ahead with some Eagles Hall of Famers. First, Brian Westbrook. Brian, I guess everybody, every Eagles fan wondering what in the world is happening with this defense. Your thoughts after 14 games? Well, listen, it's been a long stretch, 14 games. They've played very well in stretches throughout the season. This last stretch with three road games looks like it has taken its toll a little bit on the defensive front. And that's the strength of this defense. If you win in the trenches, this defense looks great. We have to get back to energize front four play. And when they do that, I think you'll see the return of that nasty, tenacious defense that we saw early on in the season. 
after watching Nick Foles, do you just kind of check that box and say he's going to be fine? I was very surprised and pleasantly surprised by Nick Foles. I thought he would have some rust. I thought he was going to a situation where, you know, maybe he didn't have the arm strip to throw the football down the field and make some of these throws. He showed me a lot. I mean, he led this football team, so he's certainly a leader. That's the number one thing, and I appreciate that. But he had the arm strength. He was able to make all the plays, make all the checks. That's the good thing with having a veteran quarterback. Nick Foles certainly checked all the boxes for me. You mentioned energy talking about the defense. So after 14 games, how do these players feel? Dead. I mean, this is the thing throughout the NFL. You have a lot of guys that are playing with injuries. You have a lot of guys that are just banged up, hurt, the body is tired. And now it's who can be the healthiest on Sunday, on Monday, who can be that that team. And the Eagles have to find a way. And that's the great thing about being 12-2, and two, hopefully 13-2. and two. You get a week off. You know, you won't play as much against Dallas. And then you get the week off after that. That's the great thing. That's why you work for home field advantage. That's why you work for the first round bye, just so that you can get your legs back up underneath you. Because other teams that don't have that bye, they're even more tired the time you get to the second round of the playoffs. The season now shifts to Lincoln Financial Field, Brian. In your time here, did you find the link to be a home field advantage? But this is the only place you want to play playoff games at. It's that serious. In the playoffs where you have to win or you go home, you don't have time to go all the way to New Orleans and play in their dome because their fans get out there. You don't want to go to Charlotte and play down there. You want to play in front of your home fans, get every advantage that you can possibly get. And I think playing in front of the best fans in the NFL is certainly an advantage. I watched the Raiders cough it up against Dallas on Sunday night. I wonder, coming across the country, Christmas weekend, will they have juice in this game? If I had to bet, and I'm glad I'm not a player because as a player, I don't want to think this way, but as a guy that's watching the game and analyzing games, they're going to pack it in. I mean, there's no way that they travel after getting beat up on Sunday night, travel across the country Christmas Day and come out here and play in front of these fans against this type of team that's seeking a first-round bye and come out there with any type of juice. I think they pack it up. And that would mean the Eagles would host the NFC playoffs. Absolutely. That was the goal from the beginning. I think it was a goal that a lot of people didn't see coming. It's a pleasant surprise to see this team achieve that. Thanks, Brian, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. I'm offensive guard Brandon Brooks. Brandon Brooks of the Philadelphia Eagles. You're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spadaro. Now it's time to hear from Mike Quick, the radio analyst for the Eagles Radio Network. Mike, I guess at 12 and 2, one win to go here to accomplish all the goals of the regular season. It's right there in front of his football team. How focused do you think Doug Peterson will have the Eagles for Monday night? See, I think that's the silver lining in not playing well against the Giants is that he will be able to focus this team. When coaches are in that situation, it makes it easier to coach guys. It makes them pay attention a little bit better because of the subpar performance against the Giants. Though they won the football game, there are a lot of areas where coaches can point out where things weren't done correctly and I think because of that they'll coach them up this week and they'll be ready for that game to make sure that they get the home field advantage throughout. How does the defense look to you? The defense looks like at times they're worn. It looks like at times they don't bring the fire that they bring at times. And I think that's human nature. I think when you have the lead that they have in the position that they're in and you're going to play the New York Giants, a team that's only won two games the entire season, I think it's only human nature that you let down your guard a little bit. But when they needed to play, had to make some stops, they were able to do it. Mike, how big a win would this be to get home field throughout the playoffs? I don't think that 
teams can come in here and win, Dave. That's just the way I feel. So to have home field advantage, regardless of who comes in, you know, I look at all the teams that have a possibility in the NFC of coming to Philadelphia for the playoffs, and I understand how good Drew Brees is, and I understand the defense in Minnesota. I understand uh, Carolina and their surge lately, how well they're playing, but I just don't believe that any of those teams can come into Philadelphia and win in Philadelphia. That's just the way I see it. It is amazing to be in this position. I mean, we all thought the Eagles would be much improved over last year, but obviously you didn't see 12-2, and two, did you? I don't think any of us saw 12-2, and two. and we do this little thing every year. A couple of friends of mine will seal an envelope with our picks, and my pick was certainly not this team to be 12. I did have double digits. I had 10. No one saw this team winning 12 games. Been a great ride. One game to go here, Mike, and a big one against the Raiders. What's your biggest concern about Oakland? Biggest concern about Oakland? I don't have it. I look at what the Giants did last week, and I know that they're going to try and throw the football quickly and try and move the ball down the field that way and try and get over the top with double moves. That's automatic. They're going to try that. But I just think after last week, the Eagles will be better at handling all those situations. Mike, thank you, and have a great holiday weekend. Thank you, Dave. Same to you. Six Eagles made the Pro Bowl, four of them for the first time. Congratulations to first-timers tight end Zach Gertz, guard Brandon Brooks, quarterback Carson Wentz, and right tackle Lane Johnson. Safety Malcolm Jenkins and defensive tackle Fletcher Cox are repeat Pro Bowlers. They've all had terrific seasons. Brooks, in his second year with the Eagles, typifies the mentality of this locker room as he discusses making the Pro Bowl. He had to be excited and jumping through the roof when he found out, right? Uh, not quite. Brandon, what does it mean to you to make the Pro Bowl? You know, it's great to make it, but the biggest thing is, you know, I'm hoping not to play in it. Really trying to win it all. That's what I came here for. I knew we had the beginnings of something special then, and, you know, obviously I think everybody's seeing, you know, what we can do when we come together as a team. So, What did you do when you heard? I mean, what was the reaction? I was asleep, to be honest. I don't know, woke up, watched it, and like, I'm excited, yeah. My goals are bigger than that, like, more of a team goal. I mean, making a Pro Bowl is good, great individual goal, you know, no denying that, but uh, it's not about individual goals for me, so. You know, seeing, you know, Lane make it, I mean, you know, I wouldn't be able to make it, you know, without playing next to him. I mean, he's been, you know, dominating, playing some of the best, you know, edge rushers um, all season and really holding his own, locking him down, so. You felt that that combination would be really something special when you came here, didn't you? Yeah, us both making it, I mean, it was really no surprise to me just with the time we put in, the work we put in, and, you know, things we've been doing together so Brandon what do the Raiders show you because they do have a dynamic front right yeah big guys in the middle but big guys that can move around obviously Khalil Mack Bruce Irvin I mean you know Bruce Irvin since he was in Seattle making plays and Khalil Mack I mean he made what all pro at outside linebacker and DN um, in the same year so unbelievable player the voice of the Eagles wants Monday night to mean everything that's his hope for the weekend here is Merrill Reese with his weekly Merrill Minute It's Groundhog Day. They do it again. Glover in the end zone. I don't believe it. This game could be in a museum. I have very mixed feelings about this week's Minnesota Green Bay game. In one sense, I'd like to see the Packers upset the Vikings in Green Bay because that would mean that the Eagles have wrapped up the bye in the playoffs for both rounds. On the other hand, I kind of like the Vikings to win. I'd like the Eagles to be in position on Christmas night to win and lock up the first seed, to have to go out there and really put forth a great inspired effort. I think that's what they need because this team has not been at their best for the past three games. They faltered in Seattle in a game that they could have won without major mistakes. They did not play their best defense against the Rams. However, they found a way to pull it out. And they actually had to get very, very dramatic 
more dramatic than they should have had to go against the Giants. So here are the Eagles who need to put together a good defensive game to show that this defense is back in sync and they can get a team off the field. One, two, three and out. They have to raise their level. The offense has to just keep on doing what it's doing. And I think Nick Foles needs one more solid four quarters of football before he can rest up and prepare for the playoffs. That will do it for this Eagles Live podcast. Thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Chu for making this such a great listen each week. And thanks to you for taking part in making this such a popular feature. We're back late on Monday night at Lincoln Financial Field with our Eagles Live podcast instant reaction. So tune in and hear from the locker room after the Eagles play Oakland with potentially home field advantage in the NFC playoffs on the line. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, and thanks once again. Have a great Eagles day, everyone, and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!